three, two, one. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reactive Words podcast brought to you by Passion Fruit. It is season two of the show and I'm so excited to kick things off. We had a really fantastic first season with a lot of great guests I'm really grateful for. Um, it's a great way to start the show, really. And uh, I had a lot of great friends come on uh, and share their experience and their time with their channels that uh, really meant a lot to me. And I know people who are listening as well, who share their thoughts and like how it helped them sort of form their you know, channels and like going forward with like their creative process. Um, so season two, I figured I would reach out to someone I feel very close to, <laughs> uh, you know, in this space, uh, someone who's been uh, uh, around for a while now. And I've, I've followed her uh, career and her growth over the years. And I'm really excited to have her here. It is Seska of Seska Says. Hello. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, people may recognize you from our Crossing the Streams episode that we just had uh, the last week mm -hmm. uh, with Doctor Who. Um, obviously, that's a big part of the channel we're getting to. Um, but uh, I want to clarify that you actually uh, came on a few years ago uh, when I was doing my own personal podcast and we were talking about your channel back then and stuff like that. Obviously, a lot has changed oh, in yeah. the world yeah. <laughs> and uh, for yourself as well, um, uh, specifically hitting 100,000 subscribers. So congratulations oh, on that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, very happy to see it. Uh, but yeah, I want to catch up on everything that's kind of gone on since then uh, because it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. Yeah, uh, a lot of change. All around. <laughs> yeah. Um, First, first of all, those who don't know, I'm going to go back to the beginning as I usually do uh, with the channel itself, the channel name. Um, Seska says, where's the, what is the origin of that? Uh, of the name, um, my brother used to call me Seska. And so <laughs> that's just kind of what I had as my channel name. Um, <laughs> it's, my name is technically Jessica, but Seska, yeah. I think now it's probably about 50-50 people in my life call me Seska versus yeah. Jessica. So it's a good name. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a <laughs> it, nickname. And, it works. <laughs> um, it works. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it works. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned your brother and um, stuff like that. I've always been curious uh, about your history with like stuff that you've done for the channel. Um, was uh, TV and film, was that a big part of your life growing up prior to like, you know, getting into like content creation like that, just like, you know, part of your childhood? Yeah. Um, I always was really, really fascinated specifically with TV more than movies. And obviously we, we all like movies, but I, I love that you can stick with the characters for so long mm -hmm. with a TV show. I love, I mean, sometimes they run it into the ground, so, <laughs> you know, it's right. sometimes that happens, but it can happen. um, I, I typically have always really loved TV um, mm -hmm. as a medium and TV shows and, uh, everything like that. And it's it's funny, there are some shows that I am just still in my top shows that I watched pre-channel right. that I wish I had reactions up to or, or <laughs> something because they were just the best of the best for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One of those being Battlestar. I think we talked uh, about that's the what last I was time. thinking of. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> that's always the one. I'm happy to see it now. It's resurging on a handful of different channels. People are finally finding it. Yeah. So I'm excited to go through it again. Yeah. Um, and you started the channel in 2015 with The Walking Dead. Obviously, that's been a big part of yes. the channel's mm -hmm. legacy at this point. Um, and uh, it plays such a pivotal role in the reaction community. It's it launched like so many channels in that era. Uh, what is what was your history with the show prior? To getting uh involved with it for the channel's sake just with your enjoyment of it personally i i loved it i uh watched it pretty much technically episode two is when i watched <laughs> live um because for some reason i i missed the first one i don't really know how that worked but um right. <laughs> yeah i uh, i i was watching it live and absolutely adored the show i loved the show not just for all of the twists and turns, but I just like the character analysis of right. all of the people, how not having technically any rules in society changes you. And then as the show evolved, there started to be society and rules. And then how do you revert back to that and everything like that? So I always loved the show. And I remember the, the episode before I put up my first reaction I was literally sitting and screaming 
on my couch. It was season five, episode 14 with revolving doors. If any, that scene, if anybody knows what I'm talking about. And I was like losing my mind. And I think that's what kind of inspired me to start filming myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Were you familiar with the reaction space already? Like previous to that? What did you get like an idea of like the, what was going on? Not really. Not really. I knew that it somewhat existed, but it did not exist like it does now right. at all. Like yeah. I and everybody was so fine with me and my no picture in picture, no, like very minimal editing, shitty camera quality. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. there wasn't, there wasn't, it wasn't a saturated market at that point. Mm-hmm. There was like totally. a few of us. Yeah. <laughs> and and then eventually, you know, I, like my, obviously my channel has evolved since then, but uh yeah, that was that was kind of the start of it and right. the just the space right now is just so much different than back totally. then. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a big evolution uh since mm-hmm. then. Um but Walking Dead has still been such a sort of core element of that. Um it's even still today we there's still those old Walking Dead channels that are still around just you know still at it and the show is still around. So we're still here yeah enjoying The it, ones yeah. who live I yeah. am so excited I can't even <laughs> tell you. And I don't I you know at this point Walking Dead shows don't do like the best on my channel. I have right. loyal people there but I don't care. Yeah, we'll always gotta, we'll always do the stick, walking stick dead to shows. You're <laughs> stick, stick, stick to your number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and you mentioned like the picture in picture and all that stuff. Like, was there a significant learning curve in terms of like the technical aspect of things when you got started? <sighs> yes, but that's because I don't know anything, and it was really difficult for me to even understand how to edit and everything like that. So, but I, you know, I got there, and now I'm pretty quick with it. Uh, when yeah. I edit, I, I still don't like it. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. So, but, um, you know, um, every so often I'll, I'll really get like, a, I, when like the last stranger things season came out, I got really mm-hmm. excited to edit cause I just had mm-hmm. so much fun with those reactions and stuff like yeah. that. But like, you know, editing is, is tedious for, I mean, you do it all the time. Yeah, so you, I do. And I, and you like it. <laughs> I, I like it. I enjoy it very much. Yeah, yeah. but it's, I understand it's not for everyone. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an acquired taste for most mm-hmm. people. <laughs> it's a necessary evil is what it is. Um, and uh, when you uh, started Walking Dead, obviously that's a catalyst for the show uh, and the channel itself being sort of a symbiotic nature. Um, but quickly you started branching out into other shows, you know, because you have off season yeah. stuff to fill in. Um, do you recall that early process of figuring out like what kind of shows you want to watch, like what you're trying to like, even just sort of like, you know, find for the sake of like your channel or your own exploration? <laughs> this was like, in the beginning of my channel, there was no sense of like, I could make a career out of this, or <laughs> I could do this full time. It was like, I need something to do. So I'm going to do this. So I just, I wasn't trying to like, get into the market and get like an audience of some kind. I was like, these are the shows I like. These are what I'm going to do. And like I did, um, I think after Walking Dead, it was like Agents of Mm S.H.I.E.L.D., Game of Thrones and Bates Motel. And like nobody cared about Bates Motel except for me. And I still maintain (laughs) that Bates Motel is one of the best shows. Like I adore it. So, you know, but um. Yeah, it was just, I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing it. And it's going to be my favorite shows right now. And yeah. Well, I appreciate the Bates Motel reactions. I was, I, uh, I was there for those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, the whole series as well. And I was like, oh, yes, I got to see the final season yeah. <laughs> with with Tesca. Um, and one of the early shows that you picked up was uh, Doctor Who, though, along yes. that rotation. Mm-hmm. And that becomes such a big staple of the channel, as well as we all know. Um, and what's yeah. it like reacting to that at first, uh, completely blind, because particularly that we talked about this last time, um, there's like a certain element of the show reacting to it for the first time is that you get to experience a lot of the twists and turns completely blind that the audience, the live audience can't like when the doctor's changing or the companion's leaving, you know, those type of things are, um, signal to us like very far ahead of time. Um, yeah. but when you're watching for the first time as for your reaction channel, you get to go through that sort of catharsis, like 
live and people get to see it live. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what was that? Yeah, whole experience like? Well, um, uh, Doctor Who, uh, you know, as much as The Walking Dead started my channel, and it's it's really the 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 heart of the start of everything. I I would say Doctor Who like this is dramatic, but changed my life. Really. I mean, it changed the course of my channel. It changed uh, just creative ways that I did stuff like with Doctor Who December. And I felt like I finally have this fandom that really is embracing me for whatever reason. And I can actually um, give them a lot of content and be a little bit like I said, more creative with stuff and do different types of reactions or different types of videos and stuff like that. And, you know, to this day, they are still the the fandom that embraces me the most. And um, I absolutely adore them when it comes to it. It is interesting because, um, you know, I think probably my most I think my most viewed reaction is Time of the Doctor at this point. Um, I I think it's because I was not super aware that it was Eleven's last episode. And I think um, just the shock of that all. I mean, I knew it was coming soon because he was the doctor for a bit. But um, I think that that like reactions like that and to have like regeneration sort of be you know, kind of come out of nowhere. Um, or it's like you get a you get a sense of it. Uh, with the classic doctors right now, you don't get a sense of it. Oh, right. A lot <laughs> of the time. I mean, yeah. I guess the second doctor, you could kind of like you see where it's going and stuff. Yeah. And whatever. But like I like I think the third doctor, I it felt like it was a pretty random story. And then he's he was like, oh regenerating now. And I was like, yeah, what yeah. Is <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have that modern sensibility of like, okay, they're going to leave. We got to make kind of like a big show out of it. So yeah. You, better, you feel that ramp up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you mentioned the audience being such a big part of, you know, your interaction with that show and what it meant to you. Um, do you uh, recall uh, sort of that um, any sense of like that sort of moment of awareness where you're like, this is this is really special to me. Like this is something that has is like I, I, I feel it like sort of changing around me. I, do, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, in all honesty, I think it was a gradual thing, mm-hmm. but I think it was around the time that I there was a, a few fandoms that I was dealing with uh, at the time that were um, less pleasant. <laughs> just say it like that. And, and it's so funny because it took me, I mean, you can see it on my channel, but like it took me a while to really immerse myself into Doctor Who. Like mm-hmm. there was like a, a couple of seasons where it was sort of, um, I wasn't sure about it and I liked certain aspects of it, but not every aspect of it. And so it took me a while to get there. Mm-hmm. But this fandom was just so wonderful, even through that. That's like unheard of. I've been reacting for a hot second now. And if you start watching a show and it's a there's a big fandom behind it, you better like the show and you better like their favorite character or it (laughs) or else, you know, and um, you'll hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it, it was just kind of always lovely that they were so positive, but also patient for me to get to the stuff that I was like, oh, I really love this. Oh, that was, mm-hmm. you know, that's when I was like, I, I like these guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> specifically these, mm-hmm. yeah, these guys <laughs> in comparison, uh, because you said you were watching uh, other shows at the time, a handful that you're, yes, learning, experimenting with. Um, do you remember uh, at that point when you had Doctor Who sort of as a staple um, and you established yourself with like, okay, that's a fandom that I feel very comfortable with. Um, did you try and like find other avenues of fandoms that you thought like might you know be similar or you just like uh i'll have this as far as the core and let things kind of swirl around me while i just like fill out that those uh those slots um i i I don't really think even now i'm going to find another fandom like that 
-hmm. that I can have that type of relationship with. And that's okay because Doctor Who is going to go on forever. But um, <laughs> like, yeah. but I will say there has been fandoms that have really um, I've particularly loved, um, and a lot of times they're smaller. They're not on that scale. Um, right. I would say like Sense Eight was a wonderful right. experience yeah. um, and the most loving fandom i mean it's kind of the, like at the core of the show to mm -hmm. kind of be like that but um and then all of the the mike flanagan um right. i think yes. those shows are kind of very suited to how i am as a reactor um right. i i think that i i get emotional when i <laughs> you know uh i am, try to immerse myself as much as possible in these stories yeah. and i love character studies so much and i think that that's where those shows really excel um so those definitely but i have to say and i might i, I need to knock on wood or something <laughs> when i say this uh yeah. the star wars fandom has been beautiful to me that's and good to hear. i have good not hear. <laughs> heard that that's common it, now i'm just i think true. maybe it's because the rest of them haven't found me yet i feel like maybe that's <laughs> what it is but <laughs> but um i have i have felt a bit of um a lot of love from the star wars fandom right which was shocking because um, i was like <laughs> bracing myself for like this is going to be rough you know <laughs> it's fair it's a, it's a fair approach <laughs> <laughs> yeah um uh and yeah you mentioned yeah being emotional and being being vulnerable you know on screen with the shows that you fall in love with um that's a big part of I guess your yeah your brand as it was you know for uh, your time with the channel, mm -hmm. um, uh, but it's very a genuine it's a very emotional in a genuine way where like it's clear that you are really invested in these people as like you know the characters that you really love. Um, how do you sort of navigate that sense of being vulnerable on camera when you know it's coming? You know something is kind of like welling up in you, but also trying to maintain that sort of interactivity with the material so you can keep the sort of presentation going for the sake of the the, the, the video itself. Um, I try not to get up in my head about it, which is not I'm not usually successful in that. <laughs> but um, I think I really try to just focus completely on the story. I think something that I don't I don't want to speak on other reactors I you know but I think something that I feel like might be a little bit different about my videos is I'm not trying to like analyze the episodes <laughs> as much I'm not I'm not trying to theorize on what's going to happen sometimes I might right. come up with a theory and it might be true um but I, I'm not really trying to like pick everything apart and figure out what's going to be next or anything like that. Like I just want to immerse myself and mm -hmm. enjoy what is being presented to me. Um, yeah. And I think it's a kind of, I think a, if I can say this, a good part of my channel is that it's a little bit more yeah. like it's a positive atmosphere, which is weird to sure. say, because a lot of times I'm crying, but it, <laughs> it, it, but I think it has a little bit of a more emotional positive atmosphere yeah. than like yeah. trying to and i just i just kind of try to lose myself in it and if i cry i cry yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean that's that's obviously like yeah again a fair approach because um a big part of yeah the reaction space as it is is yes like sort of engaging with it on a sort of analytical sense but however i think some of the best stuff is as you're saying the the, the reactions that let the content just sort of wash over you mm -hmm. and so you take it in as it sort of like approaches you scene by scene um and i think yeah it's, it's a part of your channel specifically that i've always navigated towards gravitated towards and uh, i've always appreciated but another aspect of the channel that i think of, i've always appreciated especially keeping an eye on the space as a whole is uh your ability to share life updates with channel mm -hmm. and with the, the audience because you've been a very open uh to the audience about you know when things are changing in your life and when you need a break stuff like that um i guess what has it been to you to be able to have that sort of openness with your audience over the years oh wow um it's i, I think 
I am very attracted in my life to just very like genuinely honest people. And I think it's important for specifically content creators and reactors. I'm going to say reactors specifically because we have to pump out a lot of reactions in order to stay even relevant in the space. Um, And to be open about when things are changing, when you need a break and that like you should take a break or if you're just not feeling great. Like I have to film close to every day uh, a lot of the times throughout the year. And it's like some days I'm not my best. I'm not feeling good or I'm like struggling with something. And I'd like to be super transparent about it so that everybody knows, because I feel like I, if I can be honest with my audience, I feel like they appreciate that, you know? Um, And it, I think it might help people recognize that, you know, I'm, I'm also a human being (laughs) and, you know, like sometimes we have bad days or sometimes we need to take breaks and, you know yeah and yeah and particularly breaks too um that's something i always advocate for for people working in this space because he said it's like a year-round job just being on top of everything all the time every day every week exhausting (laughs) (laughs) yeah um how has your prioritization towards breaks sort of evolved over the years in terms of like scheduling and the the amount of content that you're putting out let me tell you i don't know how i did (laughs) what i did (laughs) back in the day because I used to film like a few reactions and then I would edit all of them and then like all in one day and then like I don't know and then I did a Doctor Who December on top of a full schedule at one point was I crazy I think I was crazy (laughs) but like you know and I did I did have help um for um some of the editing and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that for that, that for that one. And I, I right. do have an editor now, but I it's um, right now. I feel like it's more important for me to be healthy and happy. And my mm-hmm. videos are better. Totally. Like, Excellent. I mean, I can pump out all of these reactions and do all of the shows that are requested of me. Um, but I just don't think that they would be any good if I'm completely burnt out. So yeah. a lot of times, I mean, I encourage any reactor to l- literally just take a couple of weeks and either get away or just don't worry about your channel, which is hard to do because mm-hmm. a lot of t- and I have notoriously scheduled breaks because a lot of times I like to travel. Yeah, I've notoriously scheduled breaks when they're like, it's the Loki season finale. I'm like, <laughs> right. well, <laughs> you know, so I'm not that great at that. But I, you know, um, yeah, but eventually you have to say I, it's always going to be some finale, some premiere, some yeah, at any given point in time in the year. You should. Take yeah. Care do you have any? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any specific uh, like sort of mantra or like sort of? Yeah, like. Uh, meditative way of approaching the idea of like, I need to let it go for now to help yourself relax. I wish I did. I don't think I do, but I think, (laughs) no, I just think it's just to, to really keep in your mind to prioritize um, yourself because I think uh, the people who I feel very fortunate by my community on my channel. I know everybody Mm -hmm. says that, but mine's the best <laughs> but, um, because they really are so ride or die for me and for my mental health. And the majority of them are so, so, so supportive of all of that. So I think if I just keep reminding myself, like the videos will be good if you're good. Right. That's that's kind of what you have to do. Right, right. It's the best way to maintain. Nobody it. wants yeah. a reaction where you're like burnt out and just looking like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like their favorite episode. They're like completely <laughs> checked out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finally, once you uh, eventually caught up with Doctor Who, you then made the decision to jump into Classic Who, mm-hmm. um, and that's been yeah its own journey uh, that you're still going through now. Um, and it's such a big commitment 
that you uh, joined in on. And I think it was indicative of some of the other, you know, large swings you would take with the channel later with like Star Wars and Nas Supernatural, um, you know, large shows that have like obviously huge fandoms, but also long running fandoms for mm-hmm. generations as it, as it is. Um, is there, again, any sort of specific strategy in terms of scheduling and sort of how hard you go at those shows when you know it's going to be such a long uh, tenure? I I think I'm a little bit different from at least the reactors that I've spoken to because <laughs> they look at it as daunting and I love it. I love the stability of it. I love that right. it's every Friday is classic who for years. I don't have to worry about it. You know, like, yeah. I, I mean, I have to record it, but mm-hmm. I have uh, right now three, four, if you count Patreon, um, kind of every day of the week or, or one reaction a week uh, shows. So classic right. who on Fridays, Supernatural on Wednesdays whatever Star Wars show I'm doing on Tuesday and then Star Trek on Patreon on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually love that because it just has a nice consistent base for those fandoms to know that they're getting a video every week. Right. Um, and I, I love it. I think it's great to have that stability on a channel and consistency on a channel. I don't necessarily hit the crazy high numbers if, you know, I was going to do the the hottest new thing or whatever. But I actually, in my opinion, I find it to be more important to keep those people happy right. because I think that's how you like culminate this really supportive atmosphere in uh, your community and who yeah. watches you. And I've always kind of put that as a priority. I don't think that that helps with, you know, gaining subscribers or views in that regard, but it helps with people actually really supporting you. Um, so I always loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think it helps with longevity uh, yeah. as, as what you were saying before is that you foster that community of people and they reciprocate that, you know, appreciation back to you. And that helps you sort of take the, the breaks that you need and so on that you were saying it mm-hmm. helps you be comfortable to share with them when you have to step away, when things need to change, you don't feel as much of a, you know, uh, uh, slave to the algorithm, as it were, <laughs> to yeah. be on top of things. I don't yeah. even, I, I, I used to, I don't mean to go on a tangent. I was going to say, no, I, I used to look at numbers all the time and drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Right. Because you never know how certain reactions get picked up and how mm-hmm. others do. It, it's, you know, um, and now I, I don't even look at it. I'm like, here's my video. I don't look yeah. at other how other people are doing. I don't look at their subscriber count and or anything like that. I'm just like, this is what yeah. I'm doing. I feel happy. And I'm honestly very proud of myself that I got to this point because for a while it was, you know, when you just are a slave to the numbers or trying to get the next like big thing, yeah, you just really lose... In my opinion, I think you lose a sight of like why you're doing it. It can be a slippery slope for sure. Mm-hmm. It can be the idea of like you, if you pay attention to the numbers too hard, I think yes, yeah. then like it kind of drives you up the wall of like you know how you can keep improving upon that. When I think what I always tell people for, who want to start this and want to be in this for the long haul is that this has to be an outlet for you before it's a numbers anything, before mm-hmm. it's like monetary or whatever. You have to make sure that this platform is for you. On a very personal level. And I think you've managed to achieve that, yes, through the sort of approach that you've taken with it. Yeah, I I also, um, I mean, I will still look at the the numbers. There'll be like sometimes a show won't, I'll do the first couple of episodes of a show. And if it doesn't do that great, I will stop. You know, I'm not like completely mm-hmm. like for the people, you know, and <laughs> who cares about the numbers and the money? Like I, I right. do need to like live and um, we're, I do think that there are some people out there that think I record a video and then I like press a button and it's perfectly edited and ready to go. You know what I mean? Like that it (laughs) should be like that quick. And I'm like, it actually takes quite a few hours to get these videos out. And for me to be consistent every week, it's like, it's a lot of work. So believe me. Yeah, I know. There's a ton of work that goes into getting these things out. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but you mentioned, yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars being sort of a new uh, endeavor that you've had over the last mm -hmm. couple of years. Um, you watched The Mandalorian first. That was the first thing that you yes. watched. Yes. And then the reception that you got through the fandom because uh, they were, under, like you said, they were understanding of the fact that once we got to season two, they started referencing past stuff that was mm -hmm. a little more deep cut that you felt a little out of loop for. Um, but they didn't snap at you, which is like a big plus a uh, green green flag for I, you know what kind of uh, thing you want to interact with it it, it is not <laughs> um and uh so you started with the the movies the rewatch of the original the prequels trilogy and then you got into clone wars um yeah i guess what has that experience been like for you just like diving back into that universe and learning about all that but also like you said navigating the fandom and what your experience experience has been with them uh, personally they've been really lovely and I'm just, I keep knocking on wood. I'm like, I, when is it going to happen? Like at some point, they're going to turn on me. I don't know what it is. But um, no, I mean, I they've, they've been really lovely. I, um, you know, I, I watched The Mandalorian and, and loved that. And then, um, you know, I think because of the fact that I put all of the effort into Clone Wars and now Rebels, that there's a, a massive appreciation from the fandom that I wasn't trying to even just like speed through it. Um, as much as I wanted to catch up to do Ahsoka live, because that probably would have been good for my channel and growth and stuff like that. And again, I'm not completely oblivious to that. But one, I, I there was no way I could get it done in time. Right. Um, without driving myself crazy um but also like i wanted to take the time to actually go through rebels which has turned out to be one of my favorite like things of star wars lore ever so it of was course. amazing yeah. and i enjoyed every second of it and uh so i i really um i'm going through ahsoka right now um, and uploading that because uh, I finished up Rebels and everybody's so excited and so lovely. And yeah, I don't think the views are as high as if I was current with it. Mm -hmm. But I do think that I have a, a lovely core of Star Wars fans that really like are excited for, you know, the rest of my journey. Yeah, that's uh, that's a victory in its own right. Is uh, having yeah. that, is in, in comparison to any views or numbers like that, like I think having a positive Star Wars community that is a uh, something to appreciate <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, in, in today's climate, um, but yeah, you went through uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, uh, also, similarly at the same time, you're also doing Arcane uh, as well. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, you 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 mentioned that you. Uh, aren't don't have a like any sort of bias against animation but it's not something you naturally gravitate towards in your own right um and so these are kind of like new territory for the channel yeah. um does do you feel that opens like a door for like any sort of other potentially animated series they might want to try out for the channel the uh, uh kind of how i view it i would love to get into certain animated shows mm. however i know that especially within just the anime world people are very very passionate about it they are very very passionate about it and i want to make sure i make the right decision i react to the right stuff because i mm -hmm. think oh, i i don't even want to speak on it because like <laughs> they're, they're going to come out of the woodworks and yeah. <laughs> i think there's some that wouldn't be very suited to my style of channel Right. And so if I do gravitate more into that world, I want to do it right. And, you know, um, to also do like the reactions that I would be really proud of and that I would really, you know, like to put out there. But I'm not opposed to it. It's just such yeah. a daunting like, you know, there's so much. And I'm like, I don't yeah. even know where to start or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole new world yeah. know, to explore, and like, yeah, yeah. like, like you read it, it's good. It's, it's, I mean, smart to approach it that way because, yeah, like it's uncharted territory, and you don't want to dive into something that's like, like gives you like a big shell shock sort of, you know, uh, reaction where like you like it like it kind of stifles your progress of like navigating more of that territory. Yeah, I um, I I think 
it it it's just I want to make sure that it's like I'm going to also enjoy it, you know, because I I don't have a good poker face when I don't like something. <laughs> as you know, as much as just there, I mean, I actually don't get them anymore. I used to get like such a fake reaction all the time. <laughs> I don't really get them anymore. Maybe because I like yeah. really stuck it out. And they eventually yeah. were like, well, yeah. well, she's all right. But <laughs> like, I just, but like, and so I, I think if there are certain animes and my brother's really into anime and he has told me, he's like, there are certain ones that you probably shouldn't do. He's like, right. there's ones that I think are really character focused that you're going to absolutely love. And then there's some that like a good portion of the episodes are a lot of fights and you're going to sit there yeah. like this. Okay. That's, that's good. Good. Yeah. Good, good guide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good guide to have. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I kind of have an idea from him, but still it's. Yeah. Tread lightly. Is it? Yeah. Tread lightly. Because I, I mean, sorry. people get so excited. And then if I don't like it, that's the opposite reaction yeah. that you want. From yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but at the same time, it also uh, opened up the possibility of like more movie reactions because uh, you also did yeah. the Spider-Man uh, run that you did the mm -hmm. past year uh, leading up to Doctor Strange. Um, do you think that might be something that you try exploring more on the channel as well? Like more movies coming to the to the public facing side of the channel? I currently am keeping movies at just the Marvel that are um, because uh, I did the Spider-Man spring leading up to No Way Home mm -hmm. just because I felt like the shows were sort of really incorporating into the movies and stuff like that. So I felt right. like the movie should probably be kind of available to everybody. I do yeah. movie reactions twice a month, um, but I do it over at Patreon and I don't really right. want to take away from them. So um, yeah. and I've really gone through a lot over yeah. there. So <laughs> it would be hard pressed for me to find like a movie series that right. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that i haven't already dove into that makes sense um and then uh you know i spoke uh with katie uh, shocknessy because uh about walking dead as well another iconic walking dead reactor um you mentioned earlier that we're expecting the ones who live coming up soon mm -hmm. um to come back to rick and michonne um and it's such a sort of you know just speaking for myself it's such a sort of surreal experience to still be here with them with you and with like everyone who has been involved with the show for such mm -hmm. a long time um, and that we're still getting this stuff coming out. And it feels like almost, I, I, you know, obviously we have other shows coming out that's already planned, but this feels like sort of like the, an, an, another end, not just the end of the initial series, but sort of like another continuation end of these characters that we know, because we don't know what's going to happen to them. We don't know if they're going to like, you know, right after the sunset after this. Um, but uh, for yourself, like, I guess, what does it mean to be here still with the show and getting to the point in the franchise where we can look back and be like, wow, this is how far we've come with it with also with yourself and the channel. Uh, it's absolutely insane that we're now to the point. Cause I remember very vividly watching Rick's last episode mm -hmm. in the walking dead. I mean, it was, I had to give myself a moment before I started filming that reaction and being like, breathe <laughs> because right. he's my favorite tv character i absolutely adore him i am good i mean if i'm not screaming for six episodes straight for the ones who live i mean that's what it's gonna be i he right. and he doesn't need to do anything he could just stare at a wall and i'd be like <laughs> you do it you know like i'm yeah. really yeah. down for whatever <laughs> but i um i it's it's been a crazy journey especially with the Walking Dead, which is one of the shows uh, that I feel like actually embraced reactors, mm -hmm. which is nice. Absolutely. You know, I've had like Sky Skybound specifically has kind of, you know, sent me some stuff and reached out and tried to collaborate with me in certain ways and stuff like that. And so I will always be super appreciative of, of them specifically for that. Um, and it just, I, I know that a lot of the actors of the show watch the reactors and, you know, um, it just feels like a, a beautiful family. And I'm really, really excited to, 
to get back into it. And I always, you know, um, like I said, maybe the Walking Dead reactions don't do as well as they once did in the <laughs> the heyday or whatever. But right. it's such a, it feels like home, right. you know, whenever I'm yeah. reacting to that and um, even any iteration, any spinoff, I, I feel like I'm, I don't know. It feels like home. It feels yeah, that's a good way to great, great yeah. way to put it. Yeah, um, for me myself as well, because what Walking Dead was the uh, catalyst for myself to find reactions and to mm -hmm. find you know people in this space, uh, particularly I think because like you mentioned, Skybound um, and Gamma Ray were doing such great work. Yeah. Um, the, editing those compilations together for all the reactors week by week. And now Johnny O'Dell, who does his own channel now to do the compilations for other shows, like is, is still around doing that. It was such an important way, I think, for myself to see how like cohesive like this space was of like people enjoying the same thing. But, you know, it was similar but unique between every single person and just uh, learning how you know the, the all the facets of like everyone's sort of reaction to this it's not just one thing of like oh, people react to like this thing a certain way but just the idea that all of you are individuals yeah you, know, the, the, you all bring something to the table it was such an yeah. important thing for me to learn um and i asked katie this uh because obviously she is still dedicated to it too she's still in the trenches about it and uh i asked her you know uh do you have any sort of doomsday scenario of uh if one day they announce like that's it the walking dead is like done like we're like the it's the last show that we're doing do you have any sort of idea what you'll do you'll you know, pop a champagne bottle or like you'll you know take a walk or something oh my goodness i would be really sad obviously because i i have still really loved a lot of the content that they've put out um i i absolutely have adored watching i really love dead city I know that not every everybody was more, uh, and I love Daryl as well, the Daryl Dixon show. But like, I I thought Dead City was done really well, and I can't wait to to see where it goes and everything like that. So I'm actually quite um, still in it and still loving it. And if man, if I mean maybe some champagne, I don't need an excuse <laughs> for champagne, you know. Yeah. But I think. Um, Maybe a re a, a rewatch, maybe not on camera. Right. Don't take me out my word. Then people will be like, "You said there was gonna be a rewatch." <laughs> uh, but uh, I would I would probably try to maybe go through the journey again. Yeah. Um, I've been so busy that I feel like I haven't rewatched Walking Dead in a while, which is yeah rare for me. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I've rewatched a little bit of it recently, um, just when it's been on home, and then to catch up with my mom because we uh that was like the one show in my life that we watched literally from beginning to end <laughs> from yeah you know, when it was on airing currently, and it was like such an important thing between the two of us. It was it was with my mom as well. Um, every Sunday we would watch The Walking Dead and then I moved away um, mm. and started a channel and right. everything. So now I, I can't, you know, um, but my best friend goes over to my parents' house every Sunday and they have Walking Dead nights. So she took my place. Right. Um, and so <laughs> shout out, Danielle. Love you. But yeah, That's good. So, so she still hangs out with my mom and they, you know, they watch yeah. The Walking Dead. So um. Yeah, I, I'm excited for uh, yeah that final that not, not final but the new season of yeah uh, the ones who live mm -hmm. and we'll see what that has in store for us. Um, uh, and to sort of wrap start wrapping things up here, uh, we'll ask our sort of final questions of the main part of this, uh, which is um, over the years, you know, that you've been around doing this, uh, what has been the most consistent obstacle you faced uh, with the channel? Oh, wow one that i overcame or one that that's still going on uh either one yeah one that you think is still st still a thorn in your side still if, still if going on is copyright yeah and, i mean does somebody does anybody give a different answer to that like uh some people say like time management like you know some things like that yeah you know, i'm pretty but, good like, at you know, that i just I, I think, no, it's <laughs> the copyright it's the copyright either because you, you have to like yeah. and then you have to remember which companies which strategy works. So either the re-upload until you're blue in the face or dispute, but sometimes they take, they take their time getting right. back to you. And so if it's a prompt thing, then you're like, okay, I'll just re-edit and re-upload. And then the BBC does not care 
you know, like about anything. They're like, no, Yeah. Yeah. sorry. Like that's how they respond. So um, that's always frustrating. And there are certain shows that I would love to get into, but I just hear they're a nightmare with copyright. I'm like, I don't want to do that like every week. And like, you know, trying to get stuff up on time and being consistent. And it's just it happens to be the week that the WB is not okay with Supernatural going up. Like, <laughs> they're usually fine, but randomly they're like, we're going to block this video like 20 times. So. Right. <laughs> That's, yeah, totally. there might be sometimes. Uh, but you mentioned the interesting, you mentioned uh, obstacles that you might have overcome. Is there an obstacle you think you've overcome, you know, over the years? Yeah. Um, it's, how do I put this um, eloquently? It's like not giving a fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> about uh what what people think of you and or mm -hmm. specifically uh, i'm going to talk about from the perspective of the women in the reactor sphere who i mean it, you wear too much makeup you don't wear enough makeup your hair looks like shit oh it's not done up enough you shouldn't wear that Probably you should wear that. I mean, it was a massive amount of my comments for a really, really long time. Mm -hmm. And I think, if, and it got to me because I was just so frustrated and I care about how I look. I always am done up pretty much for my videos, but it was so frustrating to me that that would make up a good portion of my comments. Right. And I, it had nothing to do with what I said, what I, you know, um, and so I actually, for a, a period of time, I actually was like trying to listen to what they were saying. They're like, okay, I have to cover up. I have to, you know, make sure my makeup's pristine. I have to do this. I have to do that. And I would drive myself literally crazy getting ready for videos. Mm -hmm. And I still put effort into getting ready for videos. It's not a quick process. I got a couple hours before every video that I film and stuff, but that's for me. And I eventually, it took a while. I would, I would say it was about a good like two years of me really getting kind of messed up by the standards of the internet when mm. it came to that. Um, and then I just said, I'm going to look how I want to look. I'm going to do my makeup how I want to do it. And if I look into the viewfinder and I think you look snatched, then great. <laughs> Who cares yeah. otherwise? But it is so hard when you first put yourself out there to get that overload. Right, right. Um, because you just don't think about it. I, or at least I didn't until I, I put myself out there on the internet. And then yeah. it was like this just whoosh of everybody's opinion about how you look. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think I shock, absolutely yeah. overcame that. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Because I think that kind of leads into my next question, which might be similar. It might be a different answer, which is um, how do you feel yet yeah, you've grown with the channel over the years? Um, what that is probably one that I'm really proud of. Um, but I, I've, I feel like I've grown as just like, a, a, I don't know how to say that, but like a reactor or, um, you know, a lot of my first videos and stuff, I didn't talk as much as I do now, or I didn't like analyze as much as, you know, um, I, I think I've, eventually what what sucks is i feel like this the first batch of reactors if you want to call us that or or and i wasn't even like the first first but like you know right. like a kind of the earlier yeah that's like a second gen or something you, you know from like, yeah, had like from, growing from are, pains you know, yeah. on camera <laughs> yeah. meaning like we didn't really know what we were doing we didn't really know like what or find our identity and i kind of had to do that on camera mm -hmm. so like the older videos i'm like ooh, don't watch those no I, no thank you but um yeah. you know uh, i think 
I've just grown in being really confident about my opinions, about being emotional on camera, um, and really just sort of embracing all of that and um, just really knowing the type of content that I want to put out. And as I was saying to you, the type of shows that I want to, mm -hmm. I, I don't necessarily want to necessarily do the next biggest thing if it's not really suitable to the content that I want to put out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah self-awareness, I think, about how you want to approach it is yeah. uh, very, very important, yeah. Um, and then the final question here is, um, yeah, beyond any monetary or financial value, um, what do you say is the most rewarding aspect of the channel for you? Um, it's always when you get a, a comment that you feel like they really appreciate you. A lot of times comment sections, and that it's the nature of the beast, but a lot of times comment sections can be about just the show that you're watching and you feel like they could have copied and pasted it on every single reaction that they watched or whatever. But whenever I get in it, and, and there's certain fandoms that do that, I would say the like Mike Flanagan fandom is, is very good at, you know, um, appreciating me as a reactor and my thoughts and stuff like that whenever i get those types of comments that i feel like they care about my reaction specifically or my thoughts or a running joke that i have or something <laughs> like that that's very specific that's that's the best part of right. doing what i do yeah yeah absolutely uh, i agree um and that's been a big part of like, again, learning it through the early you know, second wave uh, era of reactors, like, as you said, uh, seeing the sort of diversity in people and like how you guys interact with the shows on a personal level uh, yeah. has always been such a big part of for me. And I think that's a big part of like why I engaged with your channel very early on, um, because um, I saw the sort of uh, reciprocated you know, feeling of like you yeah. uh, recognizing the audience, recognizing you about it. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a very great community that you'll be able to foster through that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I want to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll agree with you on that. <laughs> um, I do want to get into our final questionnaire of the show, uh, our okay. 10 questions for everyone that we do. Um, just I feel free to give it as concise or as large as the answer as you want. No pressure. <laughs> um, you say that. Is, uh, now what, I feel like yeah. there's pressure. It happens, it happens. <laughs> uh, this is the one that usually gets everyone right away, which is, uh, what is your favorite TV show? The Walking Dead. Okay, good. <laughs> but I, I'm, I, but the TV show that changed my life is Doctor Who. Don't hate me. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, and the second, uh, what is your favorite film? Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that was the first one I ever, ever saw in theaters. So I, I appreciate that one. It's amazing. It yeah. can't be beat. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to go into uh, a Jurassic Park. Right. right. But. Uh, and the third one is uh, what stresses you out? Everything. <laughs> um. Uh, like in regards to the channel. Um. Anything. Anything. Yeah. A channel or just in your life that you know is a yeah again cost of throw on your side. Copyright. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's always a fair answer. It's always mm -hmm. a good, good answer. Um, and then what helps you relax? Tacos. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great right now, actually, for myself. Um, what is a hobby or passion you have outside of TV and film? Dance. Dance? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great. Um, and then uh, what fictional character do you relate to or just care deeply about? Oh, wow. Um, that I relate to. Mm -hmm. It's funny. My subscribers are going to be able to answer this so much better than I am being put <laughs> on the spot. They're going to be like, what about this person? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, on the Walking Dead uh, side of things, I always related a lot to Sasha. Mm -hmm. So I'll say her. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, and then uh, what is your guilty pleasure show or film? Um, oh, that's a tough one because I don't really, I'm not like embarrassed by anything, 
So I don't, um, (laughs) what would people think is a guilty pleasure though? Um, I love like, I love the Mindy project. Oh yeah. I don't know that that's a guilty pleasure. It's just not in suit with what I typically watch on my channel. That makes sense. Yeah. But that is a great show though. Yeah. (laughs) It's a great show. She's amazing. Yeah, it is just, it's, yeah. Love her. You know, no need to feel guilty about anything. Yeah, I know, but I don't know what else I would say. <laughs> um, what show or film gave you your favorite reaction experience with the channel? Um, whew. Reaction experience. I, I would, pr- I would have to say, um, Time of the Doctor yeah the, yeah it was i think that just the whole reaction was really it, it's weird to say at the end of a reaction like oh that was a good reaction because it's just your genuine reactions but i knew I was like, that was that was a good one <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you know sometimes you know you, you know you, you feel it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's honestly that's actually one i think probably my top 10 like of all time i still go back and rewatch that one every once in a while oh, i'm feeling yeah. nostalgic nostalgic for matt smith <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the one i go to yeah yeah um and what show or film do you wish you could erase from your memory and react to for the first time on camera oh god <laughs> i have a lot of answers for this. Um, That's okay. Yeah, I'd like to hear some. Okay. Do I have to stick to one? No. Yeah. Well, I'll, okay. multiple ones. I'll too. say number one is probably Buffy. Yeah. Um, because that would, but Buffy did like shape who I was, I feel mm-hmm. like as a person. So I don't know that I want to erase that from my childhood because I feel like <laughs> it, it was very important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Battlestar for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. absolutely um lost oh yeah I, I would love to do lost but i've seen it breaking bad <laughs> oh yeah yeah um there's there's quite a few that yeah I'm i sure. would <laughs> love to do the sopranos lots of stuff yeah uh yeah i think about it. uh yeah i just remember the, this year's actually the 20th anniversary of lost yeah of the initial yeah. premiere so yeah so i might be that's might such a good react show too because it's yeah, just it a is. lot of what the fucks yeah that was nice i um uh surge from the normies is obviously a huge huge lost head yeah i'm a diehard lost fan and he was able to go through it with um two people uh running yeah. uh and Nikki who had, hadn't seen it and so uh he got to experience that again and uh yeah just it's just fun seeing someone be able to react to loss but have to bite their tongue about so many things yeah <laughs> so, like, you can't, can't like you can't don't spoil anything. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and our final question here is uh what advice would you give to your past self if you can go back in time when you first started the channel um honestly i, I feel like the advice would be that that like don't stress out as much. You're going to find your footing. You're going to find, you know, the way to do everything. And and also, I wish I could probably tell my past self, like, don't care about the numbers so much. Because mm-hmm. it, it really doesn't matter as much as the people think it does, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times those numbers and those views, they, they do not translate not to be to a lot of times it does not, right. you know, right. all you need is a claim and then all, all of that's out the window. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, I think I would tell myself that you can still be successful. You can make a living out of this without chasing that all the time right yeah, yeah. That, is, that is fantastic advice that yeah. <laughs> applies to probably anyone uh, these days yeah yeah um uh Seska, thank you so much for joining us today uh thank truly you. i i have always loved watching your channel and like your growth over the years and um i mean the insight you gave us today was like really invaluable in my opinion just from what i've seen from you know the people i talked to so far you <laughs> um where can we uh find you uh on on youtube or on social media or otherwise it is seska says across the board so <laughs> good <Easy>. wherever <laughs> yeah except i'm, I'm uh, like not really i'm not on tiktok or anything like that that's okay <laughs> that's not me either i just i it would be you one more watch. thing i don't know that i could do it 
<laughs> Don't worry, it's it's a fair approach. I think people have <laughs> do it. Yeah. So stick to what you what you're comfortable with. Yep. Um, you can find us uh, at Passion Fruit on YouTube. If you're watching this, please like and subscribe. All that good stuff. If you find us on the newsletter, please share that as well. We appreciate any new numbers on that, and we will catch you all on the next episode.